0: Welcome to High Point 5. We're all waking up, we're all getting our day started, so I'm going to respect your time and give you a bite-sized version of our Cannabis News Now podcast that airs 4.20am on Mondays. So enjoy this episode and enjoy others. Basically, High Point 5 is just a shorter version of our longer podcast. you got to respect your time, right? We don't got time to waste. Enjoy your day and enjoy the episode. Good morning. Now, let me present you a wild idea. As we know, the most popular form of ingesting cannabis is what? Smoking cannabis, right? Getting the flour, breaking it down, grinding the flour up, putting it in your blunt, your papers or bowl and smoking it, right? It's a classic, classic way that all of our forefathers, our ancestors who smoked weed enjoyed it, right? Even Abraham Lincoln talked about smoking hemp on his porch or veranda whatever, what if I told you, now this is putting your brain in a hypothetical state, that smoking won't be the most popular form of cannabis in the future. Now, a lot of you guys are saying, what are you talking about, right? If all the people who smoke now enjoy to smoke it in flower form, wouldn't they just stick with the script? Wouldn't they just do what they like to do? I agree. But let's talk generationally. Let's talk about what our generation, generation, our youngest generation is doing now. I believe it's Generation Z, the one who grew up with the internet in existence by the time they were born and probably grew up with social media already in existence as well. How are they ingesting? How are they enjoying their vices already in such a young age, right? If you're born in 2000, you're going to be a 20 right now, all right? You're a young adult. And we know that the biggest craze and quote unquote epidemic that occurred with these Generation Z individuals is what? Vaping. They decided to enjoy themselves by vaping jewels. They've already gained an affinity towards vaping. Why? It's very convenient. You can take it anywhere, and it's quite easy to use. And we're probably seeing evidence, early evidence, of its convenience mimicked in the THC industry. As I've told you guys on this podcast many a times, the second highest selling product before the vaping industry epidemic or vape gate or the vape drama happened where everybody thought they were going to die because they vape cannabis and the news said just stop vaping don't do it put it down the kids are getting sick for all of that all of that craziness all right vaping was the number two top selling product and of course, it is very convenient. You can take it anywhere. You guys go to the movie theater, you're watching the movie, carry a vape with you, the movie just gets five times better. You know what I'm saying? That popcorn tastes that much sweeter. Damn, that butter, that high cholesterol tastes so good. You know what I'm talking about. So what I'm predicting is that flour would not be or will not be the most popular form of smoking in the future. I believe that edibles, ingestibles, And vaping would surpass flour as number one and number two. And here's why. A lot of individuals who aren't of the smoking culture, which is most Americans, right? We're only what? I don't know. 20% of the nation, 18% of the nation. So with that being said, most, the other 20, uh, other 82%, there aren't, rolling weed they aren't used to grinding flour they aren't used to putting in this work to create something like a blunt or a joint or even using a device like a bong to enjoy their THC and we can see this in elderly medical marijuana patients where I've had experience working with these patients in a dispensary and what was their calling card what was what drew them in to taking products think what is it it was tinctures now, of course, if you're of the younger persuasion, tinctures may not be a thing, but if you're old, it's perfect for you. It's like a medical device already. You unscrew the bottle, you drop it on your tongue, you're good to go. You don't have to worry about it anymore. But the number two product that older folks would like to get was edibles. And why is that? For the simple fact that we've been eating ever since we were a toddler Eating food is so easy and is second nature as a human being to eat food. So if you want to look towards getting an experience like THC for whatever reason, for pain, for anxiety, for sleep, then eating it is a much better alternative. There is no creation. All right. There's no running out to go get going to a smoke shop, buying a grinder and grinding up your wheat. All right. You're not buying a bong and going straight towards Cheech and Chong and Wiz Khalifa level. Chances are you're going to take the easiest route possible because you're introduced to it. Now, if the easiest route possible that you take is like tinctures or edibles and you're comfortable with THC, you've gotten used to the effects that it gives you, chances are you're going to stick with it. You're going to be like, oh, I got to go ahead and roll this thing up and actually put some artwork into this thing to create something. No, that's cumbersome. That isn't easy. But for those individuals like myself who grew up in the era, if you will, of... Uh, smoke sessions of people enjoying a joint or enjoying a blunt together right that level of community that is involved in having a smoke circle like in that 70s show where you guys just pass it around the sesh the rotation you know what I'm talking about I don't got to explain it But that magic that people feel can also be felt by having edibles. You can easily pop a gummy with a friend and both of you guys are experiencing the same thing. Now, mind you, you're not passing one thing around, but you can still do it together. And cannabis is a plant, I believe, that brings individuals together. And the only thing or caveat to my argument here is vaporizers. Because vaporizers are so convenient and because, unlike, for some reason, people are much more comfortable with sharing, you know, slight saliva with somebody with a joint or blunt than they are with something like a vaporizer. I guess because the vaporizer is typically made out of plastic, the saliva's on there, it's a less enjoyable experience, right? You could probably even see the saliva on there where if you have a blunt or you have a joint, it's going to absorb it and you might not see it. You might not even think about it. And for that reason, vaporizers have become much more of an individualistic experience where you would find people vaping like myself when I was vaping THC back in the day, not too long ago, where I wouldn't share it with a friend. I wouldn't go to a session, bring a vaporizer and pass it around Two friends. Sure. I can see two friends enjoying a vaporizer, passing it back and forth, enjoying themselves and then calling it a day. But I could see friends even more enjoying food together that is infused and and breaking bread with each other. All right. Human beings have through evolution have evolutionized to eat food together for the simple fact that you have a higher survival rate biologically by eating food amongst another group. You know what I'm saying? If, if one caveman makes a kill, he's not eating the whole bovine by himself. He's sharing the meat well amongst his tribe. And so for this reason, I believe firmly, and I've, I probably said it's too much on here, but whatever, that edibles are going to be the most popular form of cannabis consumption in the near future, all right? Well, when edibles graduate from being just space cakes, brownies, and gummies to actually being, you know, chicken alfredo, or being barbecue ribs, or being uh, a, a ribeye steak. You know, or or chicken, any chicken parmesan, anything. I probably give you guys my food preference as to what comes to mind when it comes to food. But nonetheless, you understand what I'm saying. You know, imagine going to a restaurant and instead of just getting an alcoholic drink from the 20 plus 21 plus menu, you're going to order yourself some infused dinner. All right. You're going to celebrate the graduation, celebrate the event or whatever event it is you're going out to celebrate and enjoying it with some low dose meal. Now, granted, they're going to have higher dose meals available, but predominantly, I believe low dose would be the one where people gravitate towards, you know, 10 to 15 milligram meals. You feel great. You don't feel stoned. You're smiley. You're laughing. You're not tired. You're enjoying yourself. And as a restaurant, as a business, you're going to want people to enjoy themselves there. You don't want people eating your meal and have their face in the plate at the end of the dinner. That's not what you want, all right. That's a lot of cleanup. That's a lot of liabilities. They could drown in the soup. You don't want nobody drowning your soup. So you're not gonna give it. Sorry, they're not gonna give anybody a hundred milligram meal. So, I challenge you to see evidence of this in your everyday life. See how many people who are new cannabis ingesters, What do they gravitate towards? Do they gravitate towards smoking in the traditional way, whether it be from a joint, whether it be from a bong or a blunt? Or are they like most new medical marijuana patients that gravitate towards the easier products like an oil from a tincture or an edible that right now may be gummies and cake pops and all these sweet diabetic foods? Or do they gravitate towards vaporizers? Makes sense, right? You can carry the vaporizer in your pocket. You can take one puff. You can control how high you want to be. Chances are you're facing a blunt. You're not going to control how high you're going to be because you don't know the milligrams you're taking in. You don't. Chances are if you light a blunt or light a joint You're going to finish it And for all you guys out there that light a blunt halfway, and store it, you know what I'm saying, somewhere else, you know how that joint after it's pre-burned smells like, it smells absolutely terrible, all right, it smells burnt, it smells stink, it stinks up your car, your pocket, anywhere, just, it even changes the flavor of what you're smoking to where your mouth now has that taste of tar in it that's been sitting down forever, all that carbon is just sitting there building up, that's why you see the black get out there, it's not a good experience, you know, but you never get that experience with a vaporizer until it's finished. And maybe you might taste some wick, but for the most part, vaporizers have a nice flavor even when it's closer towards the end. You know, you can smoke, stop, and it tastes just the same as you did when you started. And edible, you can eat these delicious foods that you already love and incorporate THC in them to enjoy them even more. And this works best for people who are patients already. You can figure out a way to. Well, I'm gonna take my horse down the old town road. I'm gonna smoke me some CBD. 1606, smoke the pack, it's 100% tobacco-free No, seriously, seriously, y'all tried some CBD packs in the past, right? We've heard of all of them, we've seen them in the orange box or the box with aluminum on it And they have like biomass in it, they're not good CBD, alright? They don't help you out at all, they're full of seeds, they got all type of stems I mean, they don't really help you out, right? They're good for people who are smoking cigarettes and want something else to smoke. But if you really wanna get some feeling in CBD, go with the company that has good CBD, all right? Actual quality flower in there that has high percentage of CBD, you can feel the difference. You get the relaxation, all right? You get the pain reduction, you get to feel actually relaxed, all right? Uplifting, relief, you want that feeling. So with that being said, I urge you to try 1606. Now obviously I'm doing the whole country thing, But the fact that 1606 whole brand is kind of on this, you know, Midwestern, Western type of branding. And I like it. It's cool. It's different. I haven't really seen it before. Kind of reminds me of traditional tobacco. But nonetheless, they are a hemp pack, kind of like many cigarettes, but they're made with hemp. And they have some good CBD in there. So, again, it is 1606hemp.com. Again, that's 1606hemp.com. You can find it on my Instagram this week. Try it out, you guys are going to enjoy it. I wouldn't advertise something I didn't enjoy. I even asked some people who was around me to try the product, and guess what? They enjoyed it. So, if you want some hemp packs, you're tired of the orange box, you're tired of the aluminum box, and have the bio seeds in there, little black things in the, in the product biomass, like you're just smoking grass. Doesn't taste good, gives you a headache and a bad mouth flavor, go ahead and try 1606 Hemp. You'll see it on Instagram, you'll see it on their website, you'll enjoy the hemp pack. Now, back to the show. dose your meals, put it into the food you're eating, and now you're enjoying your cannabis. You're not taking down a tincture that tastes like plant blood. You know what I'm saying? You're not taking something that tastes like a kale grass, wheat grass smoothie. Have you seen the wheat grasses at health food stores? Yo, how do people eat that stuff? I mean, it's literally sitting in soil, and they cut it up for you. And they The person who thought of selling wheat grass as like a health food craze is a genius. I mean, the guy was sitting down... Right, he's probably was watching his gardener. His gardener was pushing around the lawnmower, you know, cutting the grass. He was like, I have an idea. We can juice this or eat it. I mean, bruh. Bruh. I don't know, man. I I get it. Wheatgrass probably has a lot of minerals and is healthy and stuff, but come on now, man. They can just put a lot of minerals in the soil to make sure that the plant absorbs it and gives it that mineral. I don't know. I'm just skeptical on that. I'll, I trust kale, but this wheatgrass thing that I see in these health food stores, cut it out. I mean, come on. Mow it and and I don't know what. The, mow it away and get rid of it. But anyway, back to the uh, prediction. So in your life, look around for new cannabis individuals and see how they prefer to ingest cannabis. And I can bet you they will gravitate towards the easiest way to do it. Because as humans, we love technology because it makes our life easier. It's much easier to carry around a cell phone than it is to carry around a telephone, a camera, a calculator, and, and a portable video game or portable video plat whatever, system on you. You have it all in one, and this one tool allows you to do many things. And uh, I believe the vaporizer is versatile, can be carried anywhere, can carry it everywhere, has various flavors, and you can enjoy your cannabis that way. You know, not many new cannabis users are going to gravitate towards something like dabbing where they have to heat it up, but dabbing is a very enjoyable experience. You get to taste the terpenes. You know, it's 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 something where you don't have to taste the plant material. It's very pure. It's very tasty, and it's very potent. <laughs> you know, and that's what matters most. So, that's my prediction. This is a high short. It's probably something you heard already if you're a long time listener. Like you listen to one of our first episodes with Mike Tyson. If you listen to our first episode of High TV with Mike Tyson, you're gonna laugh at how, you know timid my voice sounds like i'm like i'm recording a podcast i'm so nervous i don't know how my voice is gonna sound the world's gonna hear this what are they gonna think like you hear the fear in my voice trying to record a podcast about mike tyson and his wrench i mean that's the thing in life you kind of see that uh you know things go a long way we all got to start out somewhere we all have to learn you know just like riding a bike you ride a bike you scrape your knee you get up and you do it again and uh, that's the same thing that goes with podcasting. A lot of us are afraid to do something like content where you have to give your opinion because you're afraid of how the external world may see it. You're, you're afraid of what the job may think if you talk about something you like, like cannabis. You know, you're afraid that your views may be taken awry, and are not viewed a certain way. But to be honest with you, we live in 2020 and the best way to live is authentic. So if my first episode came off that way it's because it was authentically my episode. You know, I was nervous to start a podcast at the time. I was very unsure of doing it. You know, I had the IG platform where I spewed out all type of cannabis news and information. And I thought, let's try this on a podcast. But I wasn't too sure as how to do it, how to convey it, how to structure it, you know, (laughs) what my voice was sound like. I was I was afraid. And that's another message outside of the uh, cannabis and thing. Don't be afraid in life to, you know, do things that may scare you. Because sometimes when you do things that scare you, it opens you up to a new possibility, new possibilities in life. You know, a lot of us can be scared of public speaking, the number one fear in the world or number two fear. Number one, I believe, is death. And number two is public speaking. For some reason, public speaking has caused us massive fear. You know what I'm talking about. For, you, for you, A lot of you guys that went to high school or were college, you had a presentation, you know, you've done all the work and you're speaking in front of class. For some reason, you're nervous. Your heart is racing. Your palms are sweaty. bomb spaghetti. You know what I'm saying? You feeling like Eminem out there. You want to throw up. You feel nauseous. You're talking in front of a group and your voice has like that trembly, that trembly thing that happens when you're talking and you're kind of scared and you don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, man. Like we, we're human at the end of the day. But getting to a point where you can publicly speak and you fight through that fear instead of let the fear subdue you, that level of confidence you're going to feel after that experience, is going to be tremendous because now you just knocked down something that was li- that was limiting you to what your capabilities could be. Now, I'm not saying if you listen to this, go ahead and start a podcast. I'm not saying if you listen to this, go ahead and just randomly public speak. You know, you're in a Starbucks. You'd be like, here, you, here, you, I have something to say. Like, you can do that. But what I'm saying is many things happen in life that may scare you. But don't be scared of life because life is full of overcoming those fears, overcoming these uh Uh, What's the word? Overcoming these obstacles and becoming better. So, if you ever want motivation, Listen to this episode, listen to any episode I have done recently, see how they sound, see how you enjoy it, see how my personality actually gets to shine through on the podcast, and then listen to that first episode. Listen to how meager, timid, and MAGA I sound. Not MAGA like Make America Great Again, but like MAGA, Jamaican term means skinny and frail, how feeble I sounded in the podcast. It's something that I go back to time to times to... Understand that that very fact in life, that we all have to start out somewhere. We may not be good at it at first, but as long as we put an effort to be good, we put in the work to be good, you know, and we just try, we could always get better than our first try. You know, your first at-bat ever is not going to be as good as your 200, 500th, 1,000. You know what I'm saying? These baseball players, you get to MLB by, you know, swinging one time, you know, trying and hoping that the first time they do it, they're going to knock it out the park. Chances are gonna be swinging and a miss, swinging and a miss, swinging and a miss until that swinging and a miss turns into a home run. I don't know why I just motivationally speak towards y'all, but I feel like sometimes in this podcast I can convey convey messages that may be on my mind that may not be just cannabis related because at the end of the day we all have messages. And I realize I do have an audience, you know, not the biggest audience, but I do have an audience. So why not use a platform to speak out on things that can be positive, that can be uplifting, that can not 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 to come off like cheesy, motivational speakers. that be like, say yes to everything in your life. Like, yes, man. Like, no, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm just talking to you. You know, and I think if, if you've taken the time out to listen to the episodes I put out, then I might as well give you value outside of just cannabis news, right? Because you're listening to this voice every day. You don't know this person. And I believe you have a better experience once you know who you're talking to, how they think, what are their beliefs. And uh, that's the best thing in life, right? You get to meet somebody for the first time. You don't know them from, you know what I'm saying, a paint in a bucket. But you develop that relationship over time and really get to know them. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want this to be like a work relationship. You you know, like a work relationship where you go to work, you don't know the person, but you're like, you know, half-ass conversation. So you're kind of familiar with them, but you don't really know them. But that step between having just a work acquaintance to a work friend is one to be celebrated because now you're making work feel a bit more like home and it's much less dreadful so hopefully by me doing this in this very small minute way i can make your day a bit less dreadful because you're allowed to have that door open towards connection you're allowed to now think in the mind frame of overcoming anything that you're hesitant in life about now fearful about now uh and just overcoming it so I know I sounded sleepy as hell in that last podcast. I was definitely tired. You know what I'm saying? I was really, really tired. I mean, I told you guys, I record a podcast sometime 3 o'clock in the morning to release it at 4.20 so it's fresh. You know what I'm saying? It's brand new. It's not something I've been sitting on forever. And, uh, of course, other podcasters record episodes, you know, five episodes before it's po- before it's posted, but that's not my style. I think if you're going to do media, do it real, do it raw, and do it right. So, if anything, hey, stay tuned, stay high. Hi, TV. And remember, overcome your fears. And also, you got a cannabis person who just started entering the cannabis space or trying THC at all. Even if it's CBD, see what they gravitate to most. Is it the most easiest route or is not? And that can help you predict the future. I'm talking to the, on- the entrepreneurs out there. I'm talking to those who are just passionate about cannabis. Uh, I'm talking to those, out, those people out there who care about these things because you are of that culture. And uh, you may see yourself as smoking flour as being archaic. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure there's going to be snooty people in cannabis being like, oh, you're smoking all those carcinogens. Eh, he's that type of guy. Like, you, you actually smell like what you got high on? I swear, like there's snooty people everywhere and cannabis industry is just primed to have like the wine snooty like people. It's like I only smoke top shelf. Excuse me. I only smoke things where trichomes fall off as I crumple it up in my fingers. Like I'm telling you, they're going to exist. They're going to be around. But this uh, high TV short's been going for too long. It's about to be 20 minutes. Call this a high gram, not a high point five, a high dub. You know what I'm saying? Either way, stay tuned. Stay high. I.T.V. Peace. Good morning.